This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 77. This episode of the Shameless Mom Academy is sponsored by Ava, the first ever adaptive eating program. Ava helps you and your family learn about nutrition and how to live a healthier lifestyle. Track what you eat by snapping a picture with your phone, ask Ava any nutrition question, and get personalized meal recommendations. You can try it now for free by texting SHAMELESS to 48799. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, shameless moms. So today's my birthday. I'm 41. And I'm recording this a few days beforehand, but when you hear this on Monday, I'll probably be really tired and hungover because I think I have like three days events where I'm pretending I'm 21 in advance of my 41st birthday. And that's not entirely true because (laughs) let's be honest, even when I think I'm going to go into something and act like I'm 21 by like 930 and two and a half drinks, I'm like, oh, I think I'm ready to call it a night. So I mean, I'm going into this weekend thinking that I'm going to party like a rock star, but I'm not sure that's actually going to happen. But here's what I have planned. I have a few things planned. Actually, let me back up. Let me tell you what I have planned for this episode first, and then I'll talk to you about my birthday. So for this episode, we're going to talk about a few different things. I'm going to talk about my birthday for a minute. I'm going to talk about Thanksgiving for a couple minutes, and then I'm going to go through three really cool listener emails that I got that are impactful for me. And as we're approaching Thanksgiving, I just wanted to kind of touch base with a couple different people that have given me feedback that have been, it's been really meaningful to me in terms of just them sharing things personal to them, but also 
as we approach our first Thanksgiving with me on the Shameless Mom Academy, it's definitely cause for me to push pause for a minute and just be really, really grateful and focus on my gratitude within this community. Because I started this in March, started the first podcast on March 15th. And so much has happened since then. And it's grown tremendously. And we have so many listeners and followers. And I get emails all the time that just blow me away. And so I thought that talking to you guys a couple days before Thanksgiving would be a really nice time for me to just kind of reflect on this not just being about me, but it's also about you guys. And you guys have brought me so much to be grateful for since I've started this little adventure. And I'm really, really grateful. And the feedback that I get from you is definitely what keeps me going because this is like pretty much a hobby right now but it's a pretty time consuming and not inexpensive hobby. So, but I'm like 110% invested and engaged and just totally absorbed in this whole podcasting world and what I'm able to create and what I'm able to do to help serve other women and other moms. And it feels very reciprocated when I get your amazing emails. So thank you. Thank you to everyone who's sent the time to either comment on something on social media or send me an email or send me a story. I get emails and I'm just like sobbing sometimes. So, and that's one of them I'm going to read today. Like I read it to myself multiple times and then I tried to read it to my husband and was bawling. So we'll see how I get through it today. It might not be pretty, but I'm looking forward to just connecting with you guys in a little bit of a different format today and going through a couple little personal items, talking about a holiday and then talking about some of our treasured listeners. So, okay. My birthday. So my birthday will be today when you're listening to this. I'm recording this on Friday afternoon. And I'm actually like a little pressed for time because (laughs) there's some texts flying around about what time I need to be ready to leave my house tonight to go out. I'm going out to dinner with some girlfriends, which I'm really looking forward to. And I realized in getting my lashes done today that I did not leave quite enough time to like get my lashes done, get this recording done, get myself ready for dinner. So when I mean get my lashes done, I got my lash extensions done, which let's just talk about this for a minute. I'm totally obsessed with lash extensions. So if you are not familiar with lash extensions, you lay on a table for one to two hours and someone glues tiny little hairs to your eyelashes and they make you look like a supermodel. And then it lasts for like two to three weeks and you go and you do it again. So it is like this ridiculously indulgent habit. I blame my friend Angela for getting me started. She got lashes after she had her first son and I admired them like crazy for a year. And every time I was looking at her eyes, I was like, God, I need to get those. And I was like, no, I'm not going to commit to that. Like, I can't even commit to like getting a haircut more than once a year. Like, you really think I'm going to lay down on a table and get have someone glue lashes on me once a month? Like, no way. But I've totally been doing it for like over a year now. So it just means I'll get even less haircuts. Like I'll get a haircut every two or three years now, which speaking of haircuts, I took my hair down yesterday and blew it dry for the first time in probably nine months. I have long hair. Who knew? The last time I had it out of a ponytail and dried, it was like kind of a shorter cut. And now it's like down to the middle of my shoulder blades. So, so yeah, I've obviously been prioritizing time on my lashes way more than time on my hair. So I got my lashes done today in preparation for just a weekend of events and a weekend of fun. And it was just kind of the time for me to do my normal maintenance lash appointment. So I did that. And then tonight I'm going out to dinner with some girlfriends and it's this group of moms who all of our dads hang out on Saturday mornings with our kids. And they're so cute and funny. 
I mean, the kids, not so much the dads, the dads are cute and funny too, but the kids are particularly adorable. And so the moms have gotten to be great friends as a result of the dad's relationships. And uh, it's been really, really fun to connect with these women and grow friendships. And so I told them for my birthday weekend, I was like, I want the moms to go out, like, let's go out and get drinks and have dinner. Because oftentimes when we are having conversations with these moms, it's like at one of our kids birthday parties, and it's just total chaos, and we never get to complete a sentence. So this will be really fun. Tomorrow, we are going midday. My family is going down to Green Lake. So if you're in Seattle, you're familiar with Green Lake. If you're not in Seattle, Green Lake is this little lake that's about three miles in perimeter. And there's this event, this peaceful, it's like a peaceful Trump like demonstration thing. So it's going to be like a peaceful, loving thing. Don't worry, I'm not going to go out and be all crazy. It's called Hands Around Green Lake. And so they're trying to get people holding hands around the whole entire lake, which should be a really, really cool event. So I'm excited to go do that with my husband and with Vinny. And I think we're going to have some other friends hooking up with us as well to do that. And then tomorrow night, Vince and I are going to dinner and we realized we had to book kind of a later dinner reservation. We're going to a new restaurant, which I'm excited about. And for that, we got a little bit of a later reservation and I thought, oh, we'll have some time to do something beforehand. And this is like where I, I'm like, oh, we could like go grocery shopping or run errands. And I was like, wait a minute. No, we're not going to do that if we're going out to celebrate my birthday. Because sometimes we do do that when we get on date night, like we'll run errands for the first couple hours and then go out to dinner. I was like, no, we should go to the movie theater where you can drink. So that's what we're doing. So we're going to the drinking movie theater, which by the way, I'm totally late to the game on this because I think these theaters have been around for a while, but I've only recently gone to them for the first time. So I, we went, I've only actually gone to one, but I've gone two or three times to that one now. So we went a few months ago, probably six months ago for the first time. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, why has no one dragged me here before? Because I have this thing about going to movies where I like to lay on my couch and be really comfortable, like on my couch with a blanket with whatever I want to eat or drink that doesn't cost a million dollars. So I kind of find movie theaters to be like uncomfortable and cold and everything's really expensive. And it just kind of, I don't know, it's not like a really luxurious experience to me. But when you can hold a really big glass of wine and by the way, they do like these big double pours. So you don't have to get up and get another drink during the movie. It totally changes the experience. So I said to my husband, I'm like, how about we try to go to a movie? So before dinner, we're going to see Moonlight, which I'm really looking forward to. It's gotten rave reviews. And I was kind of laughing as I was thinking like, oh, I'll tell them what I'm doing for my birthday. And then I was like, oh, I'll tell them I'm seeing Moonlight, which doesn't look to be a particularly happy film, but it's gotten amazing reviews. And it's about a young boy growing up gay and black in Miami. So this is probably not going to be super uplifting. When I Googled it, it said it's about a young man's deals with his dysfunctional home life and coming of age in Miami during the war on drugs era. The story of his struggle to find himself is told across three defining chapters in his life as he experiences ecstasy, pain, and the beauty of falling in love while grappling with his own sexuality. So this is probably going to be like a tearjerker and like we're not going to a rom-com, okay? Like, which is what most people would probably pick for their birthday. But no, I'm going to go sit and cry and drink some wine. But I'm actually really, really looking forward to it. It sounds like a really good movie. And then we're going to dinner. And then on Sunday, I'm going to the spa for the afternoon with my longest friend. So her birthday's in December. So we try to celebrate in between our birthdays every year, get together and do something. So we're going to the spa and we have like two treatments. And then there's like, plunge pools and hot tubs and like all this other stuff there that we get to do. So we'll be doing that. And then we're going to go to dinner on Sunday. So when you're listening to this on Monday, I'm going to be super zenned out from all my spa stuff and probably hungover from a couple of days of a little more wine than normal. 
And I'll also be getting ready for Thanksgiving craziness. So this would be a good time. Actually, let me first finish by just saying everything I did, and I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, everything I did related to my birthday this year was super intentional. Like I did not sit around waiting for someone to plan something for me. I said, this is what I want to do. This is who I want to do it with. Like, let's go do it. And so I just kind of planned everything because I think with birthdays, it's really easy to be disappointed and like, well, no one did this for me and no one did that. And especially when you're a mom, like no one does crap for you for your birthday, right? My first birthday after Vinny was born, one of my girlfriends texted me and she was like, how was your first birthday as a mom? It's not the same as it used to be, right? And I was like, dude, like, why did no one tell me your birthdays kind of suck after you have kids? So I've made now that Vinny's four, this will be my fifth birthday since he was born because he was born shortly before my birthday four years ago. So I guess it's my, I don't know, it's my fourth or fifth birthday since he's been born. So, or his, whatever, you know what I'm saying. So I've tried to be more intentional about how I want to celebrate because I think that as a mom, your birthday can just get really lost in the shuffle. And I really like take the time to celebrate things that are meaningful. And so I've been really intentional about how to celebrate this month and this weekend. And I'm excited about all that. So thank you for celebrating with me today, because this is definitely a little bit of a celebration to be able to connect with you on my birthday. So moving into Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is can be exciting, can be stressful. We're traveling for Thanksgiving, which and we're flying. We've never flown for Thanksgiving. So no one told me that when you buy plane tickets for Thanksgiving, they are a million dollars. So that was really eye-opening. So we're going from Seattle to Arizona to visit family. And we committed to them before looking at plane tickets because we were like, whatever. It's like, it's three tickets to Arizona. Like that's not that big of a flight. Yeah. Well, apparently it is over Thanksgiving. So we are traveling on, we kind of had to change up our travel days just to avoid like the most expensive tickets because holy cow, the stuff these airlines can get away with, with ticket prices on Thanksgiving weekend. It's crazy. So we're looking forward to that though. Vinny, one of Vinny's cousins is down there and he doesn't have a lot of cousins his age. So it's exciting. He gets to go see cousin Joe, who's a few years older than him. And he's really excited about that. And then we have our niece and nephew. And when I say niece and nephew, they're like almost my age because they're Vince's niece and nephew. And his family is considerably older than him. And then his sister-in-law is down there as well. So that'll be really fun. And over Thanksgiving, I actually created this video for my gym members and I posted it to Facebook for you guys to see as well. So I posted it originally. I did Facebook live yesterday or last week with my gym members, and it was all about how to thrive through Thanksgiving. And so I I had a really specific conversation on some things that people can do to thrive during Thanksgiving, because I think that that can be a challenge. And so I posted this on our Shameless Mom Academy page. I shared it from my gym page to the Shameless Mom Academy, because I think it might be really helpful to you. So if you are at all anxious or stressed out about the holiday, or feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be with family, and I don't know what to do with myself, and my time is not my own, and it's so much chaos or it's so much food and whatever the stress might be for you, go over to our Facebook page at the Shameless Mom Academy and find the most recent video that I posted. By the time you get this up, I shared it today, which is Friday. So it'll be a couple days old when you guys get it over there, if you haven't already seen it. But you can pop over there and look, and I talk about how to enjoy your holiday guilt-free. So I talk about like making trades and knowing your satisfaction factors and being okay with quote unquote, just one day. I also talk about going into punishment mode and recovery mode. So just a lot of things around food with the holiday that can be definitely triggering for people. I also talk about how to manage self-care over the holiday weekend, especially if you are going to be out of your own environment. I talk about how to work around travel constraints, especially if you are not wanting to like just eat French fries for like five days straight and you're traveling. And then I talk about how to engage with and disengage from family members. So 
you know, even under the best of circumstances, family stuff can be challenging. But right now with political stuff, family stuff can be really challenging. And so I talk about how to set some boundaries around that, how to have conversation around that or not have conversation around that, whatever might feel better for you. And just kind of how to broach that with family members. So you can find all of that over on the Shameless Mom Academy Facebook page. And I will link to that page in our show notes for this episode. So if you just go to shamelessmom.com and then go to episode 77, you can see that there. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with EarnIn. EarnIn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earnin can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. And the last thing I want to say about the holidays is just really be okay with creating the holiday experience that you want to create. And so that might mean that you need to be a little bit selfish and a little bit shameless. And like you might need to make your needs known. I'll actually mention this one thing quickly. I mentioned this in the video, but my colleague Lori Kennedy talked about going on vacation with her husband and with her two kids. For quite a while, she noticed that like vacation, they would go into it and she would be excited. And then she would get into the middle of vacation and be like, this is not that fun. Like, I'm not getting what I want out of this or what I need out of this. And so at one point, she had this conversation with her husband and she said, you know, for a vacation to be enjoyable for me, this is what I need. And it involved kind of like, you know, every day I need like X amount of time to like do this, that or the other thing. So for her, she like wanted to get up in the morning and like do some things related to her work, maybe have like some time for herself, time for a workout, which are things that I can hugely relate to because when I'm on vacation, I totally want to like get up and have time to work out and like, have time to like sit for a minute. And so there's things that like definitely make for a calm start to a day so that it actually feels like vacation to me rather than like getting up and like hitting the beach, you know, within 30 minutes of waking up. So she had this conversation with her husband and they both identified what they needed for a vacation to really truly feel like vacation. And then when they started vacationing after that, they were able to implement these things. And she said it just felt so different. Like they could actually enjoy it. And she would come home feeling refreshed because she had really set out these boundaries and this criteria in advance. So it was known by everyone because I think we often go into, you know, holiday weekends, long weekends, trips, travel, time with family. And we just go into it. We're all tiptoeing around each other. Like, well, is this okay with you? Is this okay with you? Like there's no boundaries. Be totally cool with just like saying what you need. And especially, I think, especially in Seattle, like we're indirect about things. We tend to be more passive, which oftentimes can be passive aggressive where we're like, no, you go, no, you go, no, you go. And it's like, dude, just like say what you want and do what you want. And somebody just everybody go and get what you need out of a situation. And so I know in other parts of the country and other parts of the world, people are much more direct. And so this might not be as big of a problem, but I definitely do this now on on our trips where, and I talk about this in the video, how like we used to, you know, go camping with friends and I would be like, Hey guys, I know we're all up late drinking tonight, but like, I'm going to get up and go running at 8am if anyone wants to come. And they all thought I was a complete freak show. But the thing is, it's like from that weekend of camping to be the best it could be for me, that's what I wanted to do. And I just let that, I put it out there that that's what I was going to do. And people thought I was weird, but whatever, I didn't care. I got it done. So I didn't let other people's version of vacation get in the way of my version of vacation. So be really cool with having those kinds of conversations and being open about what you need out of a trip if you're traveling or what you need out of a family experience. That might be just setting boundaries around conversation. It might be setting boundaries around, you know, the way your family is spending time together over the holiday weekend. So, okay, moving on. So I have three emails that I want to read and they're all really different. And they all impacted me in different ways, but I thought it was a really great kind of combination of like the different things that have happened with the podcast so far this year in 77 episodes. And because it's my last time to connect with you before Thanksgiving, and now rest assured, there will be an interview coming out on Wednesday that's fantastic, but I wanted to get this 
because this is my last time of me talking to you and my last time recording because the interview was already recorded a while ago. So this is my last time recording before Thanksgiving. So this is my chance to say like, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for what this community has given to me. Sometimes when I started out, it felt a little bit like, hey, I'm just here talking to myself in a microphone. Like, is anybody listening out there? So for those of you that emailed me and said, hey, I'm listening. Thank you. Like, God bless you, because that is fuel for me. So like when you leave reviews, when you send me emails, that helps me know that like, oh, yes, people are listening. This is great. This is, it's a lot more fun to have a two-sided conversation than to just talk into my microphone and hope that somewhere out there in the universe, someone's listening. So I really, really appreciate it when you guys do take the time to email me. And I do do my best to reply. I know I'm a little behind right now because things have been really hectic. But if I have an email sitting in my inbox from you, my goal is to work on email, catching up on emails on the plane to Arizona. So you'll be hearing from me soon and know that my love is there, even if I haven't replied yet. So, okay, a while ago, I asked you guys to send me when I released my Nasty Woman Manifesto, I asked you guys to send me some of your manifestos. So I want to read a manifesto that I got today that I really loved. And what was great about it, of course, I loved it because she took some parts of mine. So of course, I was like, oh, well, this is fabulous. Because I said, when I asked you guys to send me manifestos, I said, go ahead and use as much as mine as you want. So I love that she took parts of mine, but then she added parts of her own. So this is actually from one of my son's teachers from the last two years. So she's not currently one of his teachers, but the two years prior, she was a float teacher. So she spent some time with him in different capacities throughout the day at his preschool. I'm going to call her Miss Audra because I call all of Vinny's teachers Miss and Mister. So this is Miss Audra's manifesto. And I love it because she's a single mom. So I totally admire that because I was raised by a single mom. And she also is really, she is bold and she's strong and she's courageous. And I see the way that she advocates for her son. And I think she's a rock star. So Here is Miss Audra's Nasty Women Manifesto. Stand up for women, stand up for children, stand up to bullies, stand up for equality, own your failures and weak points, and then strive for improvement. Be who you want your children or others to be. Have compassion and empathy. Do unto others as you would have done to you. Love and embrace yourself. Be fearless, be strong, lead by example, commit, question things you don't understand, be curious. Perfection does not exist. Be real. I love that. So thank you, Miss Audra, for that really great contribution. I really, really appreciate it. And I definitely see you living by all that. So super cool. The next email I want to share with you is from an old boss of mine. So this is fun. So my old boss She was a manager at a gym that I worked. I don't even, she might not have technically been my boss, but she was in management at the gym that I worked at years ago. So the next email I want to share with you is from an old boss of mine. She was a manager at a gym that I worked at years ago, early on in personal training. So this would have been like probably 2004-ish, 2005 maybe. And she is a mother and a grandmother now. And she is just the sweetest person. I have always hugely respected her. And she sent me a message. Well, we've been going back and forth about a couple different things about the podcast. And she just had some really kind, sweet words to me about listening and enjoying the show. And then she said recently, she said, I have a couple stories to share about making choices for our children that move them out of unnecessarily stressful situations or commitments. And I thought, oh my gosh, like I have to hear this because it was reminding me, and this might've been the reason she said it, it was reminding me about our ballet situation. So for those of you not familiar, 
Vinny went to ballet. It was horrible. I hated the teacher. It didn't end well. And now he's not going to ballet anymore. So she wrote about her daughter and her daughter's experience playing soccer. So I'm going to read to you what she said, because I think it's a good story and a really excellent lesson. So one of these events was when our daughter, now 32, was 12, and she'd been playing for the A team in our local elite soccer club in Portland. She started complaining of her back and actually had some muscle spasms in her back that were so severe, we took her in for an MRI. She was fine, but there were several structural issues with her L4, L5 vertebrae, which eventually sorted themselves out. But as she played on this team, soccer became less and less fun and more work. And there was a lot of competition among teammates, which made the team stronger, but created some anxiety for our daughter. When tryouts came, she was unable to go because of her back. I suspected that she just didn't want to play for this team anymore, but didn't know how to bow out gracefully without disappointing someone. And it was the A-team. We were upset because we had always thought she had enjoyed soccer and that it helped with her confidence and team-building personality to participate. But it was becoming a horrible burden to work up the effort to want to play. Although she did not play for the A team again, she was wholeheartedly welcomed to the B team, which was still a decent team, and she received a lot more playing time and fit into the player dynamic a lot better. Sometimes we need to look at and intuit what our children are saying, even if they aren't saying it out loud. We need to respect their choices even when they don't always understand or if it might be disappointing. Her daughter continued to play soccer long after that season, and when she's not pregnant, she still enjoys playing and has coached as well. Many of the girls from the A-team went on to completely distance themselves from the sport. By not just listening to our daughter, but by putting our own preferences aside, we could actually hear what she was saying. So I loved that message because I think... Like I needed, I heard it right at the time I needed to hear it too, because sometimes we get really wrapped up in our own goals for our kids. And this whole thing with ballet, like I felt myself going there, like I'm making him do this. And I feel like I have to make this point that like, we have to try things, even if we don't like them. And even if we're not good at them, and even if the teacher's not nice. And this was a great example of like, sometimes it's okay to just say, this is not the right fit and go on to something else. And so that's kind of what we ultimately did with ballet, but it, like, it was a process and I did a lot of second guessing And I feel like there's parts of it that I forced more than I should or more than I should have. So uh, I really loved hearing this wisdom from Patty. So that was Patty, one of my former managers from many moons ago in a past life. But uh, thank you, Patty. I really appreciate that message. And I think that's something that we all need to hear as parents, because I think when we're in things, it's very hard to get a neutral perspective. And so sometimes we just want to make a certain point. And I know with my very determined four-year-old, I get this way often where I'm trying so hard to make a point that I miss the opportunity to have like a really growing moment with him. So this was such a great example of just how that can happen and how it can be a really impactful experience for the parents and for the children. So thank you. Thank you, Patty. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, 
IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent with sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. And okay, third email. This is the one that might kill me. I'm warning you now. So this email comes from a mom, Jessica, and she sent this to me about two weeks ago. And when she sent it, I read it. I think I was in my car, not driving. I was like parked somewhere. As we all do, we sit in our car. This is like your escape, right? You're like supposed to, I might've been in my driveway. Like, you know, you're supposed to go in the house and deal with life, but you're sitting in your car on your phone. So I read this in my car and I was like, oh my gosh, it totally started crying. And then I tried to read it to my husband later and like, couldn't get through it. So So I'm going to do my best. I've read it a few times now, so I think I can make it. But uh, I just have to say thank you so much in advance, Jessica, for sharing this because it was really, really impactful for me. And I appreciate you being so open about your experience. So Sarah, I just have to say I've fallen in love with your podcast. I discovered it a week ago and simply cannot stop listening. I am the mom of three loud, sticky, and awesome little boys. In the past year and a half, my husband and I lost our daughter at 21 weeks. And then soon after her death, we divorced. In the hour my daughter Bria was alive, I absolutely fell in love with her. Listening to you talk about motherhood, the good parts and the parts that suck, has been an amazing experience in the past week. You are brave enough to say what so many of us are thinking. I find myself going from laughing out loud to crying back to laughing out loud with you. I was in tears during the episode you were so open with your weight and how the scale is an awful beast. Since my early teens, I've struggled with eating disorders and my desire to stay thin is exhausting on so many levels. I cannot thank you enough for the person you are and what your podcast has given me. And as for me, I'm a craft beer kind of girl. Keep on being a nasty woman. So Jessica doesn't want to drink wine with me. We can have beers and wine though sometimes, Jess. So I was just blown away by this email and to be a part of your healing experience, Jessica, is such a big deal. And I got through the email without crying, but now I'm going to totally start crying. So to be a part of your healing process is just a really, really big honor. So I'm so glad that you're finding healing and listening to the Shameless Mom Academy. That means the world to me and definitely fuels me in a really big way. I'm thinking of you and your family and those little boys and your sweet little angel, Bria. I know we're connected now on Facebook, so I can keep an eye on you and see how you're doing, which is fun. But I just appreciate hearing that story and talk about resilience. You know, when you have three little boys, healing and recovery from such a tremendous loss is probably challenging because you don't have a moment yourself, in, <laughs> I'm assuming. So I'm just really glad to hear that you are taking time to listen to podcasts and do just little things here and there that fuel you. And in terms of the part about body image, 
that is just a big, big thing that doesn't often get smaller with time. And so I just want to encourage you. And I know there's a lot of moms who maybe in the past had an eating disorder and now maybe are out of the eating disorder in terms of severity, but still live with disordered eating or a lot of um, habits or mentalities around disordered eating. And I think that's it's a very common place for women to be. And it's a very common place for moms to be. And so Jessica, just know that you're not alone in that and also never be afraid to be open about what you're going through and open and sharing your experience and never be afraid to reach out and ask for help or for support. I think that a lot of women don't ask for help and support and they just internalize and beat themselves up over food and exercise and body image stuff for their entire lives. And I've seen this happen on so many different levels as a gym owner. I've also seen it happen with family friends. You know, my mom has a good friend whose daughter died of an eating disorder and another daughter had a very long-term eating disorder. And this mom herself, my mom's friend, is now in her 70s and she has a lot of health complications. And when my mom tells me what's going on with her, I consistently tell my mom it's because she has an undiagnosed eating disorder and she's had it her entire life. And she has these health complications now as a senior citizen where her quality of life is so tremendously impacted by how weak she is and her inability to recover from illness and her inability to recover from all sorts of different conditions. And her immune system is just destroyed. Her bones are brittle and break easily. And she just has all of these health conditions that it would be easy to say, oh, that's just part of aging. But if you look at her past, and if you know much about her and her family, it's very easy to say this is because of an eating disorder. So it's not something to be taken lightly. It's something to like, it's very impactful throughout one's life. And if it's been a part of your life in any capacity, it will always be a part of your life in some way. In addition to that, I think that it's something that we need to talk about more openly because it is something that impacts so many people and so many women, especially. And I think one of the biggest things is the way that it impacts our children and that we don't know. We don't know until our kids already have the same kinds of behaviors that we've passed some of that on. And even if we've been really careful to hide it or been really careful to be discreet, I think that it's very easy to pass on body image issues, body dysmorphia, eating disorders, or disordered eating. And the distinction there between disordered eating and eating disorders is like, you know, an eating disorder is like, can be qualified in a certain way by certain diagnosis in terms of like losing a certain amount of weight within X amount of months and being a certain percentage under body weight or under body fat, having certain habits around food and struggles around food and dangerous habits around food. Whereas disordered eating is less specific, but it's more along the lines of just having rigidity or rules for yourself around food that cause stress and anxiety. And, you know, they're really ingrained in your life and your lifestyle to the point that you struggle with living your life in a that it like it holds you back in other areas of your life. So for me, when I was in my early 20s, I definitely had a lot of these signs where I like my social life was really impacted by food. And so like, I often didn't want to go out and do things because I didn't want to a very, I didn't want to deviate from my food routines. And so it wasn't so much about binging and purging or starving myself. Although I did do all of those things in different capacities at different times. It was more about having these really rigid rules about like, well, I don't do this and I do this and I do this at certain times and I don't have that and I have to do this workout and just all these rules that it like totally impacted my ability to have a quote unquote normal social life in many ways. And this lasted for a few years. And then coming out of that was like there was other steps of that, you know, trying different things when I was eating more normally than trying to regulate my weight in other ways through the use of trying laxatives, through 
purging here and there. So it was like, none of these things were long-term habits, but they were all things where I was like, well, I can just try this a little bit. And they were all things I said I would never, ever in a million years do. So I think that's like a big thing as well, where you're like, oh, I would never make myself barf. Like I made myself barf. I've actually never said this out loud. This is not where I saw this episode going, but we're here. So I'm going to go with it. So, but yeah, there's like things that you do that you say you would never do. And you get so consumed by the mental headspace and the mental game around it all that you can't get out of it. And you will try and do things that you never said you would try and do. So thank you for sharing, Jessica. I don't have disordered eating habits anymore, but I still have a lot of thoughts around rigidity around food. And I have a lot of thoughts around exercise. And so I do it in a way now that is much more casual in my life, but I'm always aware of what those years of disordered eating, how they impacted me long-term. And I've also always been really kind of scared of like, I don't ever want my child to have any, I don't want to pass any of that down to my child. So I make a point of like eating dinner with my kid. I'm not going to not eat dinner with my kid because I don't want to eat at a certain time or I don't want to eat a certain thing. We eat together because it's important that he sees me eating and we talk about like protein and we talk about fat and we talk about not eating past full and like, you know, I don't shove food down his throat. Sometimes I do a lot of negotiating to get some food in him just so that he has something in him. But there's just a number of things that I do to just kind of be aware of like of keeping food as normal as possible for him. And I have the luxury of having a boy, which there's a lot smaller chance of him having an eating disorder than a woman, but it's still, I think it's still an issue that needs to be, you know, addressed with boys or with girls that like, little boys should see that their moms have healthy relationships with food because food is something that you need to survive and food is fuel. And so little boys need to see like, how should women be interacting with food and how can they do that in a healthy way? So, all right. Thank you, Audra and Patty and Jessica for your messages. I so appreciate it. And everyone listening and everyone who's been listening since March, thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for this experience to create for you and serve you. And I'm so grateful for what this community has brought to my life in the last few months. It's been profound and it's only getting bigger and better and more impactful every day. So continue writing reviews and sending me messages so that I can hear from you and so that I can know what impact the Shameless Mom Academy is having on your life because that really, really fuels me. And it actually also gives me some like inside tips for where I want to take things down the road because there's some cool stuff coming. I know I keep saying that, but I promise there is. So in the next six months or so, things are going to get bigger and better and fancier. And I can't wait to do it all with you and for you to be a part of everything that we do here on the Shameless Mom Academy. So thanks for listening. As always, if this episode was helpful, please share it out. If any of it resonated with you or you think it might resonate with another mama, please do share. You can always go over to our website, shamelessmom.com and hop over to episode 77 to get the link from this show and share it out that way. Or you can go to any of our social media platforms. And by any social media, I mean Facebook or Instagram, because those are really the only places I hang out. I have a Twitter account. I do nothing with it. So you can go and find us at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook and on Instagram. So thank you for listening. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. I hope it's full of love and food and wine and all positive things. And until next time, no matter what you do, make sure you do it shamelessly.
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.